Watching a video last night of Metallica opening for uh, what was it, Golden Gate Warriors? Uh, go, yeah, whatever. Good, uh, good opening playing uh, the guitar. I enjoyed it. Playing the uh, Star Stangled Banger. <laughs> Star Stangled Banger. I am tired. I've had a long day. My tongue is twisted. I'm beat. I mean, I'm really, I'm, I'm beat. I have worked harder than this in my life, but uh, never so much with so much stress on my uh, katukas. Just uh, wanting to move ahead from being in the kitchen doing the grunt work. I want to learn the administrative aspect of what I'm doing. Green light, go. Fuck you, guy. I don't know who you are, but go somewhere and suck a wiener, whatever. Oh, I'm beat. I really didn't even feel like doing the show. It's just I enjoy doing it. I probably just because I like talking to myself and I record it and pretend I'm doing a show. I, I swear to God, I'm not a schizophrenic. So I've met some schizophrenics in my life. Get this shit. After I quit my job working for the racist electrician. I went and got a job working for another electrician. Good guy. I really liked him. I wish I could have stayed. I lasted two whole days. It was just too much drugs. Literally, way too much drugs. Way too much drugs going on. Uh, the owner, though, he wasn't part of the crew, so it wasn't like the owner was doing drugs. It was the uh, the crew. Anyways, make a long story short, I just said, I, I'm not doing this shit. I don't need a party like it's 1965. I've, uh, I've reached that uh, monument hurdle in my life. But these boys, that's all they wanted to do. And that's just, you know, hey, more power to you. If that's what your, your ball game is, play it. I'm not, uh, I'm not into that anymore. So upon the second day, I realized I just uh, smoked some hash and I've been drinking beer at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I said to myself, it's just not going to fucking happen. I'm going to do something or I'm going to end up like so many other construction workers I've known in my life. And I was doing it to fit in. You know, I got in the back of the truck first fucking day. And we leave the shop and we're not even a quarter mile down the road. And the guy's like, hey, uh, we're going to spark up a joint. You smoke? 
I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 at 7.30 in the morning, yeah, yeah, 8.30 in the morning, sorry, no, I think it was like 10 after 8, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, yeah, so I smoke a doobie, and then they pack a bowl, and by the time I get to the job, I don't even know who my fucking name is anymore, I'm like, I'm here to wire this place, yeah, and then they take a break about 10, so I work for two hours, take a break for a half hour, smoke some more weed, I'm like, I don't think I need to work for these guys. I was having fun, but I wouldn't call it work. I'd call it, let's get stoned, let's work for an hour, let's get stoned again. You're still stoned, let's smoke some hash. That was some bud, now let's smoke some hash. Yeah, we're wiring this building. It should just be fine. Ah. So second day, I show up, I'm busting my ass, doing my thing, doing whatever they want me to do. And they passed me a doobie. On the job site. And I'm like, oh, dude, you know, I, I don't think so, guy. So I get to know the guy that works for him. And there's like three of them now. And there's this one guy, he's just constantly talking to himself. Constantly, constantly talking to himself. And at first I thought he was on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, he had a little earbud in his ear, so I figured he was talking to someone on the phone. Then a couple hours goes by, and I'm sitting there, and he's still talking away, and I'm going, dude. So I go up to one guy, says, what's up with this guy over here? Oh, yeah, that's our schizophrenic. I'm like, what? Yeah, I said, maybe he's, he was the only guy that didn't smoke weed. That's what was the funny part. And of everybody that was on that crew, he was the only guy who didn't smoke weed. So he sparks it up. He's hitting the fucking doobie, the guy I'm working with. And I'm looking over the schizophrenic, and I'm like, dude, you should smoke some of this shit. I don't know, man. I got uh, I got some yarn at home, and uh, my refrigerator is uh, beer, and I like cards, and I have a thing for Monica Lewinsky. I always wanted to stuff to her teddy bear. I am. I'm like, okay, dude, are you all right? So, anyways, uh, I get to know the guy, and he's very religious, and uh, you know, he seems normal when you're talking to him. He, he, you interrupt him when he's having his moments. If you interrupt him, he's fine. And after you're done talking to him, he's over there. I don't know, you know, whatever, whatever works for you, buddy. So one day I was talking to him and walked over to his truck with him, and he's got a mannequin strapped into the passenger seat. And I'm like, ah, what's up with that? He's like, oh, it's because uh, I'm driving down the road. I like to talk to people. I'm, I bet that's a mannequin. He's like, yeah, well, I pretend. I'm like, okay, hey, whatever makes it fucking work for you. Whatever makes it fucking Beautiful Mind, or whatever that movie was with Russell Crowe. Hey, if you discover you're insane, and you find a way to treat it, more power to you. And I guess this guy sticking a mannequin in the front seat with him, strapped in, helped his driving and his schizophrenia. So, I whatever. Hey, whatever works for you. Maybe you want to record yourself and have a show called Danger Close USA. Hey, that, that works too. I'm never going to become syndicated. I am never going to become famous. Nobody likes me. My show is shit. But that's okay. Because, you know what? I'm enjoying myself. This is fun. And I'm not uh, some propagandist talking shit, filling your brain full of goo. And garbage. And regurgitated snivel. And I'm not like Ben Shapiro and try to tell you that you're dumb, but I'm the only smart person here. You're dumb. I'm smart. I'm leaving. Bye. I'm Ben Shapiro.
Actually, I, I'm kind of fascinated with the, with the, with the douchebag. Oh, why don't you go that way, dickhead? Pass me on the other lane. Oh, it makes you happy, huh? Go, pass me. You fucking retard. Oh, God. I hate people who can't drive. Like, I'm going down the road, going about my own business. This guy gets on my ass at a red light. Plenty of room to go around me. And he rides my ass, so I've just ignored him for the last two miles. And then I want to get into the slow lane so he can go around me. So I put on my blinker, and I have my blinker on for a good, solid five, ten seconds. And I go to move into the lane, and he decides he's going to go in that lane and pass me. So I just, I gunned it because, look, I'm not fucking playing this game, dude. Learn how to fucking drive your car. If you need to fucking pass me, pass me. If you're going to ride my goddamn ass and expect me to go faster because you need to go faster, and I'm already doing more than the speed limit, so... It's not my fucking problem. Wherever you gotta go is so goddamn and fucking important. Then get there. But don't drag me into your fucking drama of drivers. Here, oh, flip me off. That's smart. Yeah, I love you too. You got the Dodge Caravan too, okay? You just got the newer model. And you just got owned. You just got owned, Mr. Caravan Driver. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm tired. So, uh... If I'm just beating around the, uh, going from one topic to another, I'm sorry. I uh, I have a tendency to do that, talk, and not really stay on any like subject point. I apologize. So, anyways, I know how to fix the red tide issue in Florida. At least I know how to uh, lower it. Okay? I'm not a scientist, but I am really fucking smart, okay? I'm like Ben Shapiro, but I have a sense of humor. And it's not a dry, I'm a douchebag sense of humor. I actually have a sense of humor. And I'm actually really intelligent. At least I, I'm, not a I'm not a stable genius. I'm an instable genius. I, I am fucking too smart for my own fucking good, okay? And cussing is just an adjective. Fucking is an adjective. You don't like my adjectives? You know what? Uh, you can go f yourself. I can start censoring myself if that's what you want. But I know how to fix the red tide issue in Florida. Okay. All over the state of Florida are canals. Some of them are in areas of Florida where there's really no population. A lot of them are in areas of Florida where there is a population. The problem is with these canals is that they're basically stagnant. A majority of them. I would say roughly 80% of these freshwater canals that were dug for drainage so people could build houses in a swamp. You know, drain the swamp. That's, you know, your motto if you're a MAGA. MAGA, whatever the hell you are. So they built these little man-made canals so they could drain the swamp. Yeah, I know. Same terminology. I'm sorry. So, um... And over the years, I mean, all they have were two culverts to flow through on each end. And they just get clogged up, and it's just it's just horrible, okay? They don't do shit, they get stagnant. Stagnant. For those of you that need education, stagnant is when water sits still for too long. And uh, eventually, down in Florida, you get these hydrilia blooms. These uh, kind of like water chestnut plants. They're hydrilia. Hildrilia. Whatever. Anyways, I'm tired. 
there's no water flow, so they, it's like a pond. These canals turn into these long, finger-shaped, sometimes miles worth of pondage. And they get overgrown, and they get these hydrillias. And then, the Florida Mosquito Control comes out. And they spray some compound on the plants. I don't know what it is. But it kills the plants. It actually kind of paints them in a way with some kind of coating. They can't breathe. They don't do anything. They just die. The plants do. And usually they cover the sur surface so good that if you were running and you came up around these, one of these canals, you would think it was just a blanket of grass or something. And you, you jump on it and go right six feet down, you know. Blah. I'm trying to teach you something. Pay attention, okay? All right, so to make a long story short, I, uh, I've, I've established this cycle that they go through every year. Mosquito control and these canals and the hydrilia blooms. Oh, I'm really tired. <sighs> See, when the plants die, they first start producing ammonia, then they turn into nitrate, nitrates, and they completely rob the oxygen level of the water. So now any kind of gill breather in that canal is dead. The only uh, kind of fish that can live in these canals are bladder breathers, which come to the surface and gulp air. They got they got gills too, but they don't need them if they don't want to use them. Kind of like uh, the Vietnamese fighting fish. They don't need uh, oxygen and water to breathe. So anyways, and the fish have nothing to do with this. So these hydrilla blooms die. The canal comes clogged with this decaying vegetable matter that eventually turns into nitrate by the millions of tons and then flows downstream and empties into the freaking uh, the ocean eventually. And these canals are so stagnant it's a steady stream. You see what I'm saying? Steady stream. Steady stream. It doesn't just flow out all at once and then it's done. It just keeps flowing over the period of time. So you get a, an accumulated material with a, on a slow drip. Kind of like Trump's idea of a, uh, you know, trickle-down economics. So anyways, if they can just fix the flow of these canals and make it so they don't become stagnant anymore, guess what'll happen? Yeah, that's right. The plants will stop blooming in massive proportions. And uh, they will have to spray the fucking canals for mosquitoes control. Mosquitoes control. Mosquito control. Thus not killing, having to kill the plants. Thus actually lowering the mosquitoes by the truckloads. I don't know, it's my theory. It's from spending all my life fishing these canals when I was a kid. I don't know. I'm going home. I'm going to take the weekend off. I'm going to relax. Try to anyway. See what happens with that. Slim chance, probably. Something tells me I might get a phone call. Something tells me I'm going to get a phone call and have to go in for a couple hours.
Which is fine. That's what I signed up for. Mr. Badass. Come in here. Whatever you need me. You need me, you holler. You call, I haul. And I can squeeze any hours, baby. Don't, don't, I, I've, you know, when I was uh, younger, uh, going back shit, I don't even know. 14 years ago, 13 years ago, I got an executive sous chef position one time. I was putting in 70 hours a week, 80, 90, whatever. I'd work straight through seven days a week. I did it for like eight months straight. I'm not even kidding. Literally, I would show up, I don't even remember what time in the morning, seven, eight o'clock, something like that, and work till 11, 12 o'clock at night. Go home, sleep for a good six hours, come in, do it again. Some days I'd come in at 10, some days, you know, whatever. But I'd always, I was always either a 12 hour day or a 16 hour day. Back to back to back. Did it for eight months before HR finally got it, got it figured out. And they were like, um, yeah, you need some time off. Can we talk to you about salary? I'm like, fuck your salary. I'm making like $1,300 a week. Not counting the overtime. No. I ended up having to take salary. And I, it's fine. But I purposely said, look, <laughs> no more 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week. You're paying me X amount for 45 hours. I hit that 45-hour mark, I'm done. That's what salary's about. It's not, I'm going to work you to death and pay you fucking, you know, five bucks an hour. Fuck, no. No, 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 no. But when you're an executive sous chef, sometimes you have to bite the bullet. And that's exactly what I had to do. I had to bite the bullet. Not big on biting the bullet. Well, sometimes that's what we have to do, America. You know what I mean? If you're an American, you know what I'm talking about. You've, you've busted your ass. You know, you know what it's like. You understand it. You get the gist of it. All right, so we got a moron in front of me. That's great. Slams on the brakes in the middle of the fucking road with no reason to. Slamming on the brakes. Middle of the fucking highway. Nobody in front of him, no nothing. This comes to a complete fucking halt in the middle of a fucking highway. You're not very bright. Just letting you know. Uh, people really should get an IQ test before they're allowed to drive a fucking car. He's doing it again. If you don't know how to drive, don't leave your fucking house. It's just that fucking simple. <sighs> Danger Close, USA, Resistance Podcast Radio, blah, 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 blah. I'm tired. I've given you 19 minutes of my life again. What do you give me? Nothing. I haven't got a donation or anything. Ah, I'm not expecting much, really. I'm surprised anybody makes it through the whole entire uh, podcast. I had a guy tell me the other day, uh, you know what you should do? You should do like self-help type podcasts. Talk to people about, talk to people about their ailments. All right, we'll call it f- Fungus Hour. Got f- fungus? Let's talk about it. 
Give me a call at 1-800-FOOT-FUNGUS. What's wrong with your foot? You got fungus? Let me talk to you about your fungus foot problem. Let's talk about time management. If you just think there's not enough hours in a day, you should tune into Time's Up. No, I'm not doing that. The self-help. I got some self-help for you. It's called the Go Fuck You program. Take some, uh, fuck it all. Oh, I miss Robin Williams. I, I, I probably say this every other broadcast. I miss him so much. He's probably the best comedian, and he was one of the absolute best um, actors in the world. I'm not even saying that to be nice. He was just phenomenal in everything he ever did. Goodwill Hunting, Dead Poets Society. I mean, there's a plethora of shit that he's done, and he's just awesome. Oh, look, a state trooper. I'm going by him at 60 miles an hour. Okay. You're going like 35, dude. What do you wait for me to get by you so you can pull me over? Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, no. He's turning. Okay, good. I'm just going to pass him. Oh. So. Ah. I don't know. America, home of the brave, stand beside her, right behind her, and kick propagandists in the nuts, like Sean Hannity, I don't have a fascination with Sean Hannity, just so you know, I just don't like him, I don't have a fascination with Mark Levin, little penis boy, I just don't like him. I don't like propagandists, period. I, I have no use for them. I have no use for what's going on in our, in our political system. I have no use for a president that's sidestepping the law. I have no use for any Republican right now that's sitting there going, Donald Trump's the greatest president ever. He's just the greatest ever. Look at my right hat. Make, make my ass big again. I've got no love for the Trumpettes in this world. I, I don't understand you. I don't know how dumb you are. I can't figure it out. There's just something in the water. I mean, if there's something in the water, everybody that's in Flint would love Donald Trump. It's obviously not something in the water. It's got to be genetics. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's got to be genetics. There's just too many stupid people in the world. Donald Trump knew it, and he capitalized on it. You're not a drug dealer. You're just sitting in the middle of a parking lot waiting for someone to pull up alongside you. Yeah, definitely not a drug dealer. Definitely, definitely not a drug dealer. Judge Wapner, 5 o'clock. Judge Wapner. Judge Wapner, 5 o'clock. Actually, I got in a fight here and had a uh, had a fight here at the gas station and actually decked a guy just a couple months ago. I wonder if I'll get in trouble for that. But he had it coming to him. Everybody that saw it knew it was uh, it was going to happen. I'm not into violence, and I don't, uh, I don't, 
I don't I don't like violence. I don't support violence. But uh, when you're waiting in line for some gas, and you're behind a car, and you give enough room so people can go past you because there's like only one way in and out of this gas station, right? So I'm backed up like a car length, sitting there, engine running, waiting for this guy to leave, and giving enough room for anybody to pull in. And this guy literally pulls in, does this really big, wide U-turnish kind of turn, goes around beside me, looks up at me, flips me off, and pulls up at the pump next to me, right where I'm, right where I'm waiting. So I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I thought, you know what? I'll just wait. I'll just, I'll just wait for this dickhead to get out of the fucking car. And do his thing and leave, you know. Stop sitting there. I'm sitting there. He never gets out of his car. Like, a good eight minutes goes by. I'm like, all right, well, there's another pump just opens up. So I go to pull out, go around him, and he pulls up to that pump. I'm like, okay, now you're provoking me. Provoking me. Definitely provoking me. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh. I'll tell you the rest of the story when I come back. Okay. So anyways, long story. I'm going to tell you anyways. I'll share. So, uh, I'm sitting calmly. All right? I haven't lost my temper yet. I'm being, you know, level-headed about the whole thing. I'm like, well, maybe he didn't see me. Uh, so I go around, you know, like I said, and I see an, uh, an opening. So I pull up to the, the next pump up ahead. And before I can go around him, he pulls up to that pump. I'm like, okay. So I put it in reverse, and then a car that was waiting behind me pulled up to that spot. And he saw me, and he's like, oh, dude, you know, and he's like, I'm sorry. He kind of gave me the look, and I'm, he gave me that little wave, you know, like, dude, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's okay, you know. So I roll down the window, and I go, hey, to the guy sit, still sitting in his car. I, he looks, yeah, I should plan on pumping gas or, uh, or what? I'll pump gas when I fucking feel like it. I'm like... As you didn't see me sitting there, he's like, no, I don't give a fuck if you were or not. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. He goes, why? I said, I just, <laughs> I started laughing. And I said, listen, dude, I, I said, I'm just, there's no other pumps open. I can't get to the other pump over there. And uh, twice now you've dicked me on a pump and I don't even know you. It's like, fuck you, faggot, motherfucker. He starts going off. I'm like, okay. Okay. So then he gets out. I'm like, motherfucker, I am six foot uh, one, almost. Six foot and three quarter inches. 230 pounds. And I used to box. I used to be a bouncer. I've been hit with aluminum bat and kept fighting. I'm probably like, if you ever seen the movie uh, Bronx Tale when they locked the bikers in the bar and beat the shit out of them, I've probably been the one biker that would have been like, okay, all right, you're all right, you're okay, you can stay. He gets out of his car and he comes up to my fucking window and before he even gets within three feet of me, I kick my fucking door open and knock him on the fucking ground. I get out. I stand up. He looks at me. He's like, what the fuck's your problem? I'm like, are you fucking for real? Uh, so words were exchanged. He got back up, came running at me. I did a little sidestep, a little to the left, swung that big right fucking hail baler and fucking laid him the fuck out. He hit his fucking door 
on his head, his head hit the fucking door after I hit him, and he was done, he was out, and I stood there like, I think it's time for, le- for me to leave, I think I should leave, now, I rolled down a window, and I said, hey, I said, you plan on pumping anytime soon, or what, fuck you, you fucker, okay, he's already dicked me on two pumps, you know, it's one thing that, you know, I didn't see you, and he pulled up to a pump, but to just sit there in his car and not get out, oh, hey, it's his, hey, I know, it's his prerogative, he can do whatever, he can be sitting there jerking off for all I care, but if you're just gonna fucking sit there, and I go to go around you, and you pull up to the next fucking pump, and you see me doing it, now, mind that, he was doing this purposefully, and then you just continue to sit there, and you smile at me, and give me this little fucking wave, like, hi, I, how are ya? Cockhead, look what I did to you. You ain't fucked some more. I've had a bad day. My wife wouldn't give me a blowjob, and I feel like taking it out on you. That's what I think was going on. I don't know. And But I wasn't like, hey, you cocksucking asshole. Pump your gas, motherfucker. No. I was just like, I rolled down my window, and I said, hey, I said, you plan on pumping gas or what? He's like, well, fuck you, cocksucking motherfucker. Retard, beat this shit, naked motherfucker, goddamn mother, goddamn fuck you, gets out of his fucking car, and I'm like, oh god, I just want to go fucking home, I uh, don't want to deal with this shit, huh, that's all, okay, so, I'm like, hey, instinct kicks in, he's coming at my fucking door, I don't know if this guy's armed, I don't know if he's one of these fucking goddamn gun-carrying fruitcakes, I gotta take my gun with me when I go to pump gas. Because, you know, I live in a rural area where there's all these kinds of criminals. So, anyways, I'm like... So I kick open my door. Kick it open. Full force. Bam! Knocks him on the fucking ground. I get out. I stand there. I'm like, what the fuck is your goddamn fucking problem? What, do you run out of fucking crack? What, are you fucking starving for a pill? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyways, is that Scott Oz truth? I don't play games if, uh, you, you know, if you want to say, hey, uh, that was a violent act, and that's not, welcome to the real world, sweetheart. People who think that, you know, this kind of stuff doesn't happen, it's, the, those are the people that fucking are the bystanders going, oh, dear God, what's going on? Why is that guy so angry? I don't fucking know. He might have just escaped from a mental institution. Maybe he runs a mental institution. Maybe he's like this person I know that just recently got busted for fucking stealing pills from the elderly. I don't know. But all I do know, if you're going to come for me, you better fucking bring some friends, okay? Hey, uh, let's just, uh, let's talk plainly here, huh? You come for me, I come for you. You take one of my boys out, I take ten of yours. You come too close to me, I'll get closer to you. You make me pay, I'll make your family pay. So uh, we got a deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a deal. We got a deal there, uh, Don. Uh, whatever, Pisaniania. I had a lot of Italian friends growing up. Pisanos. I didn't even know that was a real Italian last name. Pisani. Uh, Pisanos, Pisanis, Vendetta. Yeah, Vendetti. Vendetti Motors. I, I got a Vendetta. I knew a lot of Italians. The Danellos. 
um, were good friends of our family. Uh, the Vendettas were good friends. Yeah, Vendettas. Vendettis. Pronounced Vendetti. But uh, the spelling is Vendetta. I wonder what's in the mailbox today. Mailbox today. What's in the mailbox? Nothing. Great. It means I have nothing to do when I get home but listen to the family go. Blah, 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 dog, blah, 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 wife, blah, 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 we missed you, have a good day, bye, I'm off tomorrow, I'm gonna relax, I so freaking deserve it, alright, I go down my freaking driveway, which is, like, this driveway is like built for, um, I swear to God, this driveway is built for uh, the guy who drives the Bigfoot truck. All right, well, big bump one, big bump two, big bump three, big bump four, big bump five, big bump six, big bump seven, eight. Sorry, that was my nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Big bump. Oh. One more, one more big bump. Oh, look, it's my neighbor. Hi, he's waving at me. Fuck you. I'm very neighborly. Not very neighborly of me. I'm sorry. All right, I am pulling in my driveway. I don't know how you deal with me, America, but I appreciate you tuning in. Um, I hope you have a great evening. God bless America, all that happy junk. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get in the shower, rinse off the day. I hope you have a better day than I did today. Uh, God bless America. Who are? Uh, you've been listening to Danger Close, USA Resistance Podcast Radio. This is your average everyday Joe, Jeff Kaufman, wishing you a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you soon. I'll try to do a better show tomorrow. Maybe actually have some subject matter. Maybe even keep you interested. Um, and as I've always said, if you enjoy my show, donate. Donate all your money. Give all your money to charity. I am a charity cause. I do the show for free. I don't get any money out of it. Of course, I'm not really doing anything but just talking while I'm driving back and forth to work. Ah. Thanks for tuning in. You all have a good day. God bless America. Hoo-ah.